0: Welcome to Shoalhaven Youth Local,
1: a show where we focus on everything local in the Shoalhaven. From current events and community groups,
2: to local history and the best places to be, and even our favourite local personalities,
1: we've got you covered.
2: So if you ever wanted to know
1: where to go or where to volunteer even, from a youth perspective, then listen in.
2: You might be surprised by what's just outside your front door. Hey, Hot Topic,
3: what is your favourite event or festival in the local area?
0: My personal favourite is the Blessing of the Fleet. It is so much fun. You get to get, like, lollies and stuff from the people and um, there's some really cool floats you can see. You can get, like, Star Wars, The Greatest Showman, which I was in, by the way, when The Greatest Showman, you know, was in the Blessing of the Fleet. And you get some really good ones, like, with some good costumes. Mm.
1: Uh, I think for me it would be the Milton Show. Um, I didn't get to go this year because we were busy on that weekend, but I always remember it's been fun going to that.
2: I only moved down recently um, in December of 2021, so I haven't actually been able to experience many festivals and stuff down here. Um, Speaking of the blessing of the fleet, um, some people from my work are um, taking part and They've been doing some of the floats, I think, or being on it, um, which is pretty cool. Um, although I don't know if you guys went to the Lego show when it was down. Yeah, that was. That's what I was gonna say. For my it was thing. so cool. There were like I was not expecting too much. Oh particular. yeah, I saw so my, many cool designs and favorite, builds.
3: Yeah, my favorite um, festivals, thingo event was the was the Lego because. I'm a huge Lego fan nerd. Yeah, love it. Same. Every Christmas, get Lego. You know, you know how it be. Um, Lego was I so expensive, it. though. I it's really wish expensive. I had the money for it. No. The the prices went up like a little bit more, mm. and it sucks. But um,
1: how did I not know about this? Like
3: all the good sets
1: year? are so
0: much money. They Is have that... they have
3: like there's like so many people and you could buy minifigs you could buy so much stuff it's really fun. The mini I really
0: love that Lego like show too. I took my baby sisters and we got like some Lego figures. Like they got Anna and Elsa because they're babies and they love Frozen. I got uh, Ray Palpatine and um, uh, what's his name? What's his name? Darth Maul. I got Darth Maul and Ray Palpatine, and it was so cool. We got to see, like, the Eiffel Tower. We got to see, like, a cool church. And we got to see, like, Thor's Hammer. It was so dope. There was, like,
2: the Doctor Strange House, and did you see the Hogwarts yeah. one? Yeah, that was yeah, dope that was as well. Awesome. I actually
0: got a similar one, so like, cool. that. It was, like,. There like, was, like,
2: Yoda, and did you see, the, like, the row of houses that had all the little different scenes on the inside? Oh, and the lights. Like, yeah, I did. I, I, got, yeah.
0: I got a Hogwarts, uh, like, one too, like, a part of it. Like, I got the, um, you know, the place where they're going to to have the feast. Yeah. I got that area there. Oh,
1: the Great Hall. Yeah, there yeah, was...
0: thank you for letting me know.
2: Before uh, we before we end this. Did you see the moving ones, though? Sorry, I had to interrupt yeah, and say yeah. that. There was
3: one thing that I got there, and it was really cool. There was, like, this one hidden bag of Lego that I found and it was thirty bucks, and it was like a set for like nearly a hundred. Good
0: luck,
2: That's yeah. Some good uh, good luck. A, Did you see the Voltron
0: um, build? That was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Did any of you get any Lego figs like me? I got no, Ray, I didn't and have more. The money for it. I got a it few was... basic
3: ones, but that was it. Like some uh, city ones, yeah.
0: And like I said, my baby sisters got like Anna, Elsa, and like a princess dancing and a ballerina. Um, what about you, Holly?
1: Oh, oh what, you didn't I go? didn't know that this existed. Oh, Does wow. this happen
0: every year? What a common L, man. I don't know,
2: oh. but for me it was right after um, we'd done, like, our sort of second family Christmas thing because my sister and her boyfriend went with us for actual Christmas. So um, I think it was um, January 5th maybe? And, and the f- blessing and of the maybe? fleet. The blessing of the fleet. I'm so um, sorry,
0: Holly.
3: When you try your
0: best oh, but no. you don't
3: <laughs> succeed. <laughs> Okay, so the, the blessing of the fleet is um, on my brother's birthday, actually. So we always go, and it's very fun. Last time we couldn't because COVID was on, wasn't it?
2: Yeah. Yeah, it was a smaller event.
3: Yeah, it, it was, it's pretty fun to go. Now you're listening to Local Places That You Should Visit by Yenye. On today's Local Places, The Golf Club. The golf club was made in the early 1930s. It's pretty cool. Quite a while ago, probably your grandparents were small children while it was out. Did you know that the golf club also had, every Thursday night, uh, the raffle on? You can buy tickets at 5.30pm and the raffle starts at 6.30pm. The view is amazing. Gotta say that. We saw dolphins once. We always go next to the window. It's pretty awesome. The food, I love the food. There's some, um, like, chicken, like, honey chicken kind of stuff, and it's it's really good.
0: The nachos are good too. Yeah, the nachos are pretty good. The snails are really nice. Yeah. 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 But yeah. And, of course, the Coke. <laughs> we
3: we always get a, a fire... Fire engine? What was it? Pink lemonade. We call it pink lemonade. But every single time we go there, we get pink lemonade. Yeah, got some epic stuff. Uh, Live music. uh, Sets it up. Visit. If you have uh, food allergies, be careful because there are nuts in most of the food.
0: I was going to say, like, it meant a lot to my great-grandparents. They used to go there at all, like... The, all the time, like, not all the time, like, sometimes, like, you know, every, like, w- like two weeks or something, and we always used to go there with them, and it was so fun, and they passed away, uh, like, a few years ago, and um, it's been very sad, so, like, when we go there, we just, like, remember them, and all the good memories we had with them, and... i um,
2: it was one of their favorite places. Yeah,
0: and, um, like... Our great granddad, uh, he loved he like h- loves beer, and, like not like alcoholic type, like he lo- th- like it's a drink he drank. So like we grabbed a beer and we poured it on his grave for him. That's you know? very sweet. Just really wanted to tell that sweet story because I thought it was nice.
3: And that's probably it for the golf club. To find it, go to the south end of the Mollymook Beats. It is very, it's very easy to see because um, it's pretty big. Overviews
2: the ocean. It has a big sign. My name is Victoria and this is this week's Last in the Past, all things local history. Today on the history segment, we are talking about nursing sister Kitty Porter. She is the lone female name listed on the Milton War Memorial, all thanks to her bravery during World War I. Born in 1882, Catherine Kitty Agnes Lawrence Porter stands out from her peers She enlisted as a World War I nurse on the 3rd of April 1915 at age 32. Three years later, she was stationed in the Somme and she was one of the lucky survivors who escaped capture by the enemy. She refused to leave the wounded soldiers behind and braved shelling and gunfire to rescue them. Kitty's diary, which detailed her time nursing soldiers near the front, was lost during the escape, along with multiple other personal effects. Which means that we do not have a lot of the information that was ha- like information about what was going on at the time and what her thoughts were. She returned home in June 1919 to an official welcome home from the local Red Cross. Sadly, six months later, Kitty caught influenza and died in Sydney on the 16th of July 1919, aged only 35. Her mother accepted the Royal Red Cross medal on her behalf. The family still has that medal to this day. After her death, her name was added to the honor roll at the War Memorial in Canberra. She is the only female listed on the Milton War Memorial.
0: Do you scroll through the streaming services not knowing what to watch? Welcome to the nerdy
1: sci-fi movie, guys.
0: Two notes with a plan.
1: To make sure that you... Watch the greatest films of all time. Basically, Marvel or Star Wars.
0: Well, could there be others, potentially?
1: Nope. Okay, okay let's, let's roll! roll. Alright, the movie we're reviewing this week is Captain Marvel.
0: Let's get into it! Alright,
1: so... The characters...
0: Uh I haven't seen the movie in a while so I don't really know but all I remember is that Captain Marvel was just a female version of Superman.
1: Well, I have a lot to say about that really because like a lot of people are saying that Captain Marvel doesn't have much personality and that she's yes, kind she of just a a blank square. But when I was rewatching the movie for this review, I realized that it's like it's not like that at all, really, cuz she's like she's a lot different from all of the characters because she's, like, she can be, like, immature and, like, make kind of, like, silly kind of childish jokes. But at the same time, she can be really serious when she needs to be as well. So, like, she makes good jokes and stuff. I I don't know. I thought she was humorous and funny and kind of relatable.
0: Well... Honestly, one thing that I find with, like, good characters is they have lines that are memorable. Like, you remember stuff that they say. Like, in Obi-Wan Kenobi, like, in Revenge of the Sith, you remember him saying, hello Hello there." there. And in, like... And like in um, let's say Tom Holland's Spider Man, you remember, um, in uh, like Civil War him saying, You have a metal arm, that's so awesome. But however, I don't even remember a single line by Captain Marvel. Like,
2: like quotes, you don't
0: remember. Yeah, I, I don't remember, really
2: remember um the guy I can't remember what his name is. Um the one that like turned out to be Ben Mendelssohn? So um, no. It was I can't remember who he was played by, but like he was really good and He was, like, stand up and prove it to me and stuff and don't use your powers and, I mean.
1: Well, I thought that was kind of funny because, like, you only realise, like, when he's revealed to be the bad guy that, like, you only realise then that that's why they didn't want her to use her powers. It's not because, like, she's too emotional or anything. It's just because, like, she's too powerful and they don't want her to, like, turn on them. So they don't want to teach her to use her powers.
2: I mean, Ben Mendelsohn as Talos was pretty funny. Ben Mendelsohn Um, is such
1: a
0: great actor. Oh,
1: yeah. And I
2: mean, like... You should watch Rogue One. I guess the movie was sort of... Yeah, I have seen Rogue One. Um, I would say that the whole movie was about, like, her basically figuring out who she is and realising that... um, she's got this power and that she needs to stand up for herself.
0: Because, I mean, she became a symbol for girl power. Wait, by the way, I just got to say, I actually, the only, there is actually one line that I remember from Captain Marvel and that's,
1: hey, Peter Parker,
0: in Endgame. But that's really it, if I'm Mm. being honest.
1: Anyway, so about the, like, the storyline, I thought that it made sense. I liked the plot twist. And I liked how throughout the movie we like slowly figure out the mystery of what happened and how we realized we were on the wrong side and the scrolls were actually the good guys and how she lost her memory and we had to yeah. figure out what happened.
2: And like um, you were talking about the famous was... quotes and stuff, like that line at the end where um, that I mentioned before about her standing up and proving herself. Um, It was, I have nothing to prove to you. Oh, yeah, I love that. That, to me, is so strong. And, I mean, I think that's been used a lot um, because, I mean, for girls, that means a heap. Um, It's like she's a symbol to young girls now because, I mean, it's like, well, um, they don't have to prove themselves to guys. I know this Um, is off topic, but I like the cat.
0: Oh, oh yes, yeah. I love the yeah. part where he takes Anaku's eye. And I was gonna say before on that uh, Captain America girl thing, um, I, I kind of see what you mean, but I don't think she's the best female Marvel superhero. Think, yeah, I think I like that. I could say Black Widow is yes. way better. Yeah, Black Widow is way whole line better. That I have nothing to prove to you. I mean,
2: yeah. and male, yeah. it's a male-dominated yeah. world right now, and it's like that line is like, well, girls are here, and we're not gonna, yeah. we Whoa. don't need to prove ourselves. <laughs>
0: and also, this is like weird but like you know mantis she's not inspiring at all but she's really
1: funny yeah okay then um <laughs> so.
0: let's let holly talk again
1: yeah i mean so um we've interrupted enough yeah all right so the special effects um well i i don't really know much about special effects but like i thought they were good like it all it all looked good and it all looked realistic. So I agree. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't have know much, much about to say special effects.
2: About that. Um, when it comes I mean, to, Sorry. they looked really impressive. That CGI was really yeah. good and really well yeah. done with her powers and stuff. Like when she was releasing her powers for properly for the first time, it was like, boom! Um, I'm not being held back anymore. Like these powers are here, and it's like all the colour and brightness
0: and the way that they made it look was really impressive. Yeah, I agree. Like, when it comes to Marvel movies, the CGI is mostly always good, except before Phase 4. In Phase 4, there was some pretty choppy, like, CGI, like She-Hulk. Blah. But um, I'm not saying the character was bad. I just think the design wasn't good. Sorry, Harley. Anyway, but how yeah, he thinks the design is really e- great. The special effects have improved over the really years, great. and Marvel has always done really well with them. Yeah. Um, but, like, the CGI in that, maybe, like, Captain America, uh, I mean, Captain Marvel flying was, like, really, like, realistic and good, you know? And the costume, like, the costume designs were really
1: great, like, you know? Well, about that bit, it's, like, I think, like, most of Marvel's CGI is really good, but people on the internet think that they know everything about CGI because like I mean, they some... think that they know what good CGI is, but I saw this thing where they said that like this CGI on some giraffes in a movie was really bad, and then they found out that they used real giraffes for it. Yeah, so they I don't mean even some know people like I feel CGI like we should. Is.
0: Well, I haven't seen that giraffe thing, so I can't I really mean, say. I can sort that. of comment on that
2: um, because I mean. My mum has got an equestrian background and when we watch stuff that's got horses in it, she's always been like, well, that's not how horses actually move and stuff. And so she's been able to pick up on, like, movement and stuff. So, I mean, I feel like we should actually leave the CGI to those who know it and who worked on it and who are really good at it. It Like the actual special effects creators. I think yeah. if you diss
3: CGI, you should try it out first.
1: All right. Anyway, off, off topic a bit. Um, overall, I'd give this like six out of ten rubber chickens. Same. I give
0: it a six out of ten. Yeah, I'm going to say seven. It's not the best seven. Marvel
1: movie, but I really enjoyed it when I was It's not a
0: top ten. It's not a top twenty, like, but it's, it's still good. It's good. I'm still going to really say good. seven because, I mean, yeah. when I it comes think to Marvel, the, message,
2: the actual message behind it um, has to me it really stood out.
0: Um, but, like, when it comes to Marvel movies, even if the movie is really bad, like, I know you're going to disagree with me, but uh, Thor, Love and Thunder was a huge writing flop for me. Uh, I still think it's, like, a fun movie you can watch, you know? And, like, the Thor, The Dark World and, like, all those movies, even if they are bad, can yeah, be it's fun like to watch. Pre um yeah. Dumb pre- fun. Te- for me, the best joke in the movie was, I don't know, you go... <laughs>
1: Well, I think the best joke was the whole joke about the cat not yeah. really being a cat and how it was It was, was a, a furlet.
2: Yeah, ferret. Fl- and
1: I love that bit where like it Wait, it's eats swallowing. the guys with the tentacles and then it's like and I mean, then Nick the Fury react. like carefully p- picks it up and it's just like I'm going to trust you not to eat me.
2: And like when <laughs> um when the cat Swallowed the um, tesseract and then he just drops. <laughs> when Nick
0: Fury just dropped the cat, it's like, oh yeah. What? Wait, I actually changed my mind. The best joke in the movie was in the post credits scene where the cat vomits the, uh, vomits the tesseract. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, it's just like, what?
2: Today we have a very special guest with us. We have our lovely producer, Gemma Hart, with us, Hello. Um, who is going to be telling us all about her work with the Lewis Center. So can you please tell us more about what the Dunlow Centre does?
4: Uh, the Dunlowis Foundation actually is a youth foundation where we develop and create youth programs uh, specifically for the young people of the Milsenaladala area.
2: That's pretty
3: cool. Nice. How did you get involved with, like, all the <coughs> youth
4: programs and all
3: the – and how long have you been?
4: Ah, that's a really good question because COVID happened in the middle of it all. So I think I've been with the Lewis Centre for five years. Uh, Yeah, and before then, yeah, I was a community development worker um, involved in lots of youth work in the Bay and Basin area and came here to share what I know.
1: Uh, Could you tell us uh, about a positive experience you've had with the group?
4: Uh, So with the foundation, we have done a lot of really cool, exciting programs. Um, We've done uh, some youth, really positive youth employment programs where we've um, had a success rate that was over 60%. Um, But my favourite program was probably our ghost tours. No, I had to. I was a part of that along and with two of the
2: other boys here, Harley and people, Billy. It was awesome yeah. and I had so much fun. And I'm there's so a grateful few people for here doing that,
4: that. Did the Ghost to Us? Yes. Um, which was, that was a really fun program which was aimed at getting young people to understand and learn a bit about place and yeah, was, be a bit excited about it. It was really that. cool
2: because like, we also got to learn about like um, some really like, cool local historical characters and, pe- well, people. And I mean, as a sort of, hist- like a bit of a history buff, I mean, I really enjoyed it because I just got to jump straight in and just go full historian and be like, heck yeah. Gemma had to rate me in a couple of times when I went off tangent.
3: Well, talking talking about the ghost tours, how could people get Im- involved in stuff about them and all the programs?
4: Yeah, so we often advertise what we're doing on Facebook um, and we usually have posters um, in and around town and on at the Dunlewis Centre itself on the Community Notice Board here. Um, but we do put things up on Ulladulla Notice Board and, and things like that.
2: Okay, um, yeah. what can people expect from being involved in the Dunlewis Foundation
4: um, or any of their programs? You could probably answer that for me, Victoria.
2: I mean, I could, but I want to hear it from your perspective as well.
4: (laughs) Uh, I think um, my aim when I develop youth programs is to make sure that they are intergenerational, to make sure that young people get opportunities to connect with the wider community and to be able to talk with um, different people of different ages um, all the time. I think this has a real impact uh, on young people later in life especially if they're recognized down the street or can recognize uh older mentors uh down the street it has an impact later on in life in terms of employment in terms of feeling like uh they belong in a place in an area um i see a, i'm very passionate about that um and that's my that's my aim with any program basically yeah, i mean do you think i succeeded
2: yeah definitely i mean <laughs> Um, I think I definitely connected with um, a mentor. I mean, um, I learned a lot from Cathy Dunn, who is one of our local historians, who we will be also interviewing. Yes. And to me, she's become a sort of mentor because, I mean, she's taught me so much. Um, she also helped rein me in a bit when I went off tangent or when I went too in-depth with things.
4: Can she I clarify? She made sure clarify? I stuck to key
2: points and...
4: To that, Kathy Dunn was a person that um, came on board um, with the. Kathy Dunn actually runs uh, tours yeah. and ghost tours, and we collaborated with her. She was a huge part in pulling off the ghost tours. It was um, um, a great conversation. Yeah, I got to
2: do another ghost tour after we finished with a youth ghost tour program um, with Kathy, and that was really cool and really fun to do. Can we all have a round of applause for Zemma? Yes!
4: Thank you, thank you. Thank you very much.
2: So that's it for another week.
1: Thanks for listening to our show.
2: Shoalhaven Youth Local is a show dedicated to sharing local info about the Shoalhaven
0: from a youth perspective. If you want any information from the show, you can find it in our show notes at our podcast, Shoalhaven Youth Local. And don't forget to subscribe
3: and share the show with all your favourite locals.
1: Shoalhaven Youth Local is made possible with funding from the New South Wales Office of Communities and Justice.
2: Catch Catch you next time!